Hello. Oh God, there we go. I can see you. <laughs> My God, we're all here. Yeah, I'm a yeah, bit big. All of us. Yeah, all of us. Exciting. Right. Oh, it's exciting. exciting. Ben, tell me oh. what's happening, mate. What do you mean, what's happening? A, a lot's happening. A lot's happening, John. Uh, where, where would you like me to start? Uh, I don't know. I'll, t I'll tell you where I'm going to start. I'll start. We'll start on a bit of uh, a bit of bit, bit of news from today, and I'm not sure uh -huh. we can be too funny about this because uh, in Croydon today, a 15 year old girl was um, she she lost her life on a bus at the hands of a young boy, and from what I can yeah. understand. This seventeen. Guys, this is a sad one. I mean, this is a sad one. I'm gonna cry if you keep going on like this. Go on, anyway. Get the somber stuff out of the way with first. Yeah, we, no, do, we right, do the we'll somber do it, stuff first. So, come on, Ben, spit that so out. The seventeen-year-old boy allegedly tried to give her flowers, and in rejection to those flowers, because the girl rejected them, he then pulled out a bladed object and ended her life. Well, well, actually, I think there's a little, there was slightly more to it than that because I believe that they were already going out and she told them that she didn't want to go out with them anymore. Rejection. That kind of, I mean, if you look at it, she was both right and she was both wrong. Yeah, because she was right definitely not to want to be with him. She was wrong to uh, to... to not not fear for a life buzz out of it. Fucking hell. Well, I don't, I don't love, think... Man. I don't know why, how you paint it, Johnny. You can't say she was wrong. I mean, no, no, no. The I mean, was dead. No, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, the girl... The, the, uh, I mean, she was just like, uh, no, she wasn't wrong at all. Yeah. No, no, I, no, she, things, was, she, was, she was right to know yeah. not to be with him. But, but I mean, to you sometimes, if you have a psychopath, it's best in pu in yeah. public when you're in public with them to be like, hey, all right, then I'll take those flowers. I remember a woman I knew who her husband came to uh, her boyfriend came to the house, and and he stabbed himself in the arm and did all of this stuff and etc. But just before she had carefully like said to him, all right, you know, calm, uh, don't worry, I'll talk to you and I'll calm down. I managed to get back and like lock the door. But in that situation, if you're on a bus, I mean, the fact is, is that love is horrible, it's cruel, and it's awful. Yeah. And when you're young, you're likely to do the most awful things, man. Yeah. The most awful things. If you've got a broken heart, I screamed around the place in my life when I was young, like everybody does when you're in love. Like so, yeah, that's sad, man. That's a terrible uh, story to start. Uh, on. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But we've got. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. I've got another story that we'll do then, since mm -hmm. since things are going badly to start with. What about the daughter of the British couple who who got her parents' remains back from Egypt? They both died on holiday, and found that their organs are missing. Well, and that's just, that's... the thing is, this isn't an isolated incident because apparently there well, was another uh, British tourist who died a couple of months ago, and he came back minus his heart and kidneys. Look, is mm -hmm. this from Egypt, you say? This is from Egypt, yeah. Were canopic jars involved? <laughs> Don't star. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if Ed was there at the time of the first one going missing. <laughs> oh, he might have been, actually. I don't know what all of this is, but uh, obviously someone's been stealing some bits from somebody. Well, it, it sounds like... In culture, when somebody died, or at least someone of prominence, they would remove the organs and place them within canopic jars, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, 
were Canopic Jars involved here? This is Egypt, after all. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking about pre-dynastic Egypt with, you know, pharaohs and stuff like that. I think Egypt's moved on. Well, have they moved? Well, they have moved on a little bit. They, they've moved on a little bit, haven't they? Come on. I, I mean, the, the, the problem is, is all of these things are going to be run like private healthcare systems all around the place. Well, what type of healthcare is Egypt got? Is it socialized? If it's socialized, how do they make money from selling hearts and livers and lungs? And then if that's the case, then if you think that they're just going to take them home and bury them, then, you know, there's loads of countries. Every country in the world will try and do something terrible, but organ harvesting is like, it's it's money it's money that's all it is it's like people yeah. see yeah. people people see a dead person as different from a live person anyway and what they can do and what they you know as soon as you're dead it's like oh fair game in some countries take a, a couple of bits of you there and that was probably the same in egyptian times when they were putting them in jars they were like oh well, maybe if i just take a little bit of this and that before and <laughs> stick it in the jar stick it a, stick it at home on the shelf and be like oh, oh, oh stick it on the frying pan <laughs> stick it in yeah. a little bit of liver and well, onions for dinner well, yeah, you know placenta <laughs> with a little chianti or whatever <laughs> oh no liver wasn't it it's some fava beans <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right and a little kid yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, shall we move away from the? Th well, it was supposed to be a, a bad yeah. experience, but you know. So, uh, questions are being asked, and apparently the British government's trying to cover it up as well. Shh, shh! Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Right. Um. But, but I tell you what, Ben. Tell me about the schools, since that's the theme of the the night. Um. Because we had a little conversation yesterday. Twitter. I wouldn't call it a conversation. What? Is this on my lens or is it on my? Oh, you this look is fine. No, you look lovely. No. You look like you're the least likely person to be an organ harvester. <laughs> well, I have been accused actually, of. That's a lie, actually, Johnny. I, I don't know if you know, but you have been accused of organ harvesting. No, no. no. But when I was being, uh, when I was being doxxed and trolled and things like that for doing my old antics, they revealed they that I link... was. They, they tried to link John, because he was working with me, to someone of the same name who did, did arms dealing in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I'm a Saudi Arabian arms dealer. Saudi arms dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, okay, this, this, um, it's a dangerous thing to be. You remember uh, Jeffrey Epstein was basically a Saudi Arabian arms dealer at one point. He had his Saudi Arabian passport and everything. Yeah, was, tell uh, me about it. No, 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 I, 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 I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I, I remember I this time. Well, <laughs> is that what you're going to say? <laughs> where, where were you during Iran-Contra? Anyway, John, where were you? <laughs> no, I was here. I was here. Okay, here. I, I, was, here. I, was, armed. I was armed, though. I'll give you that. Because <laughs> we were armed all the time during the... Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, it's all right. Never mind. Um, <laughs> right, okay, let's move on. Um, Burger King. Burger well, King. We're talking about schools. Oh, you're going to... Talk about the school, then. Hurry up. Tell me. Oh, your audio's gone. <laughs> can you hear me i can hear you now but you started talking and nothing was coming out right well i pushed back against britain's strictest head teacher catherine burblesing on twitter or uh -huh. on x 
because she was saying some shit about oh there's x amount of hours in the evening your kids can do one hour of homework every night and i simply made a point that i'll paraphrase that perhaps your kids could do one hour of homework tonight but the homework that you're sending home i as a parent and the ultimate authority over my child may not find suitable or appropriate and there may be something else that i could do with them for an hour that would still provide a learning experience but one better for the real world than what you would like to provide them yes but but my point then was if they're sending homework home that you don't think's appropriate why have you even got them in school because they'll be teaching them they'll be teaching it anyway Oh, right. slippery slope. And at that point, you said, this is a nuanced conversation that needs did, more than yeah. just text. <laughs> yes, it, it needed more than just a tweet. Yeah. I do so, have... <laughs> so <laughs> go on, elucidate us. Enlighten right, us. Like to... Well, first of all, I don't think that the national curriculum is fit for purpose. Okay. Oh, my God! <laughs> 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 It's like having a Joe Rogan, you know, uh, watching the, the watching the the UFC. Anyway, right, go carry on, on. Go on. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So, I don't think the national curriculum is any way, in any way fit for purpose as it stands. I think it's been infected and infested with ideologies which absolutely uh, shun the idea of reality, let alone other things, um, and. I also believe as the ultimate, as the, well, first, second of all, I pay for the schools. Uh, third of all, um, oh, third of all, well, we, we, through any, any kind of taxation that we have, we're paying towards that schooling system. Oh, okay. VAT. Yeah. Okay, carry yeah, on, yeah. carry on. And third of all, I believe that still as, as a parent, I, I have the, the final say in authority over my child and what they learn and consume. That's a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a killer line. However... Can I just say, is, have you finished? Have you more? Oh, I can go. No, well, you, it's you up to you. What, tell me what you want, and then, well, and then I'll go. I'm not going to, all I'm just going to say is, um, but you still like them as babysitters, don't you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Gets them out of your hair for eight hours, or seven hours, or six hours, or how long they're at school these days. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, that doesn't then give them the the authority over me to tell me what my child should do, especially outside of those hours. Yeah, well, yeah. They've been doing this for a long time, though. They've been yeah. doing this for a long time. This because... is just like an agenda that's gone on for for years and years. And what you're seeing here is the end of a long takeover of the schools. It's been yeah. going on. And now it's like, send them home. That's yeah, what well, they really want. It, you're exactly right, because what were schools for, Johnny? They were they were designed to, to teach you how to work in the factories. Because they were set mm-hmm. up exactly the same way. The buildings looked exactly the same as factories. They got you in, they set you down at your little workstation, and you worked away all day, had your lunch, worked away for the afternoon, and then went home. And that's exactly there's what little, they were doing. There's also the, the connection with, because really, the men of the mortarboard, as they called historically, the people who were running the schools, basically, uh, so were the ones who were able to select the people who would go into society mm-hmm. to be yeah. all of the big positions of power. Yep. So the 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 t- the professors and the teachers have such an influence on direction that it, you found in the 1850s onwards. I've covered this end from the also in the 1950s onwards with things like 
Kissinger's international seminar and stuff. They're training leadership groups actually yeah. inside universities that they're just going to implant into people, uh, into different countries, and that leads on to like young global leaders and all of this stuff. Oh, yeah. That comes because education, mm-hmm. you get in at that level, that's it. You've yeah. taken over the well, world. You yep. take over the kids, you take over the world. The long march to the universities, but but yeah. but we're we're talking about us, the plebs, you know, we're we're not going to be picked for global leaders. We're just going to be used as no, they as, they mapped that out through the seventies and eighties. So they they mapped that out yeah. really well. And there's like loads of this low, and it all really, I what what I a lot of what I've read originates from Harvard during this period, where a lot of the real great thinkers were tasked with basically making us dumber the plebs dumber and c- keeping us mm-hmm. in what they said in in um a 1967 policy document by herman Kahn that was written for the the um state department um during the time where kissinger and nixon and people are around there uh they basically mapped out that what we need is to train all of the the leadership group outside the rest of it and the rest of it is to learn how to be administrators how to be uh, the assistants to the people who run society so they get to decide out of their groups from the richest universities and only the top of the others where 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 someone goes but most of what the education system is there to teach is you how to work just like you say but they've also since like when i was young when i uh, i'll give you a, a bit of my age away i remember being five years old I think it's five or six, and they're telling us uh, in class two in um, St. Monica's school that we would no longer be learning about Romans. We'd no longer be learning about uh, the the Greeks and philosophy and those stories. Instead, we'd learn a different curriculum. And there was a change through the 70s and 80s where they decided to redesign the curriculum to make it so that we don't understand how to use logic, like how to use basic logic. Because what all of the things that they've taken out of our societies, and they only teach to those in the, the bigger schools, in the richer schools, in the private schools, is about that is how to use philosophy to understand when something is false even though it looks true because that's what the ancient people learnt they learnt to mm-hmm. recognise yeah. falsehood um, from just speech and from, I think, I, from I think, what you say I think I must have done alright because I had I, I had a philosophy class at school um, so I, I, so I, you were I, in school in 1925 John <laughs> <laughs> not quite but it was the 70s and 80s but Philosophy. I did philosophy at secondary school. Um, I also did Latin. Um, I also did um, physics, chemistry, and biology. Um, mm-hmm. And and my favourite subject was modern studies mm-hmm. um, yeah, because the I, teacher I, was the teacher was really switched on and made us think and you know and made us question things because he would go through things like you know the Cuban Missile Crisis and the Gulf of Tonkin and all that, which turns but, out to be a real but, live conspiracy theory. By by the time I got through to like like nineteen say ninety three, where choosing options to go towards GCSEs, mm. all of those things that you said there were no longer on my curriculum or available to me in oh, my I'm... school. I wasn't able, yeah, I wasn't able to do philosophy or anything like mm-hmm. that. They took that out during the seventies and eighties, and and it was a progressive sort. You could you can't just snatch out these things. It had to be a slow change, yeah, but yeah. it was a really well designed and really. I mean, you can read it all. It's all 
all mapped out how to change society so that we only learn so much and then what we do not know we do not know which leads around to slowly turning into an orwellian 1984 society yeah having said that though i mean i think i probably learned more on my own than i ever learned in school well, I, I think um, just going on from what you said there, Johnny, I think we are seeing the the final stages or logical conclusion to the people that initially went through those universities and, and did what they did, because the, the, the people who were, you know, the students back then who have bought into these, like you say, Orwellian ideologies are now running our institutions, not just the universities. But they are, you know, the heads of Ofcom here in the UK. They are, they are running our institutions, and they are taking full control of what you can say, what you can't say. Not just mm -hmm. in a broadcast sense. Um, we, we're seeing laws, things like Orwellian things, like hate speech written into law, something that can never be fully explained as to what it actually is or defined, mm -hmm. because it will change by whoever no. is in charge. First of all, but second of all. The way the laws are written are so insane that they say that it's down to the perception of the perceived victim rather than your own intent, which mm. is terrifying. To say. I know. I, I listen. I I go. I go. Just mentioned on on that point. Like I got um a, a friend I know who went out with a girl in uh, a, a university. Whoa! Whoa! He was whoa! Whoa! At. Hold on! Yeah! Hold yeah! On, yeah! Hold on! He, hold on! on. Shh, Julie. And the chat has just has just said she did Russian at school. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! Whoa! <laughs> She's a spy. <laughs> oh wait, wait! Russian. Oh, I won't even. <laughs> definitely can't talk about that right now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Carry on, Johnny. Sorry. Where was I? Oh, what God. was I going on about? Uh, you were going on. Uh, Mate who went out with a girl at school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he went, he, but he was working at university. He went out with a girl who was a student there. Um, she wasn't like 18, 19. She was like 21, 22 or something. And and because they were having a consensual relationship, that meant that people complained because they didn't like it because they found it creepy. They find it weird. And it's like now you can't like they set up this. It's really weird what the university and this is really interesting. University had like um I won't say which university it is, but un, the university had a bit of a um uh like sort of a crisis. It had an allegation against it. It it seemed to have covered it up, and then it got in trouble um, for doing that. And so they set up a body to look at these sort of things. And what the body does is inspect a load of students who all come back and turn around and say, "Oh, I find this uncomfortable, and I find this uncomfortable, and I find." This uncomfortable and what is uncomfortable becomes abuse and uh, becomes other things it, it's like it's United slowly it title nine well, well title nine that's a good name for it because it sounds orwellian doesn't it you're very quiet we got a title nine boys take him yeah, to the so burner in the u.s they call it title nine and each university has a title nine committee and if you if you want to make allegations which should be criminal in nature instead of going to the going to the cops you go to the title nine committee and these people are not qualified in any way shape or form to investigate anything but or find you guilty of anything all, all of these 
all of these things just let down victims because at the yeah, end cool. of the day you, you it conflates uh <laughs> what you feel uncomfortable with what is actually victims man there needs to be some form of something for the victim so there needs to be a process there needs to be something where you approach because I, I promise you every institution will cover up the shit every single one of them will try every single one will say they won't and every single one will i've been locked in rooms i've been locked in rooms and threatened in like big hotel chains and stuff not to say anything about this or not to do this or not ever to do this again and etc in a way that is obviously not something was written in the contract the door gets locked and everything gets said behind closed doors you're not allowed to talk about what you just saw there or you're not allowed to talk about what you see there uh, uh, you know that happens all around the place and you don't even realize that that people are endemic like some people are endemically corrupt they feel corruption. They, they they do corruption because it's the natural logical step to get the e to the easiest step to the next step, and so they they just indulge it and indulge and indulge. And after a while, they don't even see it themselves. They just say to stop me getting trouble, to get me in trouble, I will cover this up or cover that up. And that does really have a massive problem. So these are two problems. This is somewhere in between. This is always the way. Somewhere in between that Title Nine and and. Uh, what existed before is the actual answer, you know. So, in conclusion, <clears throat> fuck national curriculum. Yeah, well, right, okay. I, I, I kind of picked that <laughs> up from you. So, it's espresso mechanic um, says he used to teach. So, it'd be quite um, interesting to find out from him um, what he thinks of this. You, you can drop us a yeah. line or a comment. You know, don't don't feel that you have to do it right now. Um, so drop right, us a well, line. If he wants to come on my podcast, he can talk to me for an hour and a half about oh, what it's like God. to teach. You'll be, you'll be sitting there having been happy. spoke at. <laughs> no, I don't mind about that. All right, teacher. Now no, that's all right. <laughs> no, I, I, meant, used to that. I meant poor espresso used mechanic would be getting spoke at by Johnny. <laughs> it's a two-way conversation, 50-50. What can you do? <laughs> right. Shall we move on? Uh, yep. Burger King facing boycott. After Over. after pulling its ads from Rumble, yeah, they did, didn't they? Not just Burger King, but um, Hello Fresh and uh, someone else, another yeah. another company have as well. Have yeah, but nobody buys advert. stuff from Hello Fresh. No, <laughs> they what, wouldn't what? notice a boycott, would they? You've got a point, but 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 unfortunately, I think a company like Burger King. Uh, versus a boycott from customers of a company like Rumble are going to be just fine. Yeah. You think? Um, I don't well, know. Yeah, because well, Rumble was saying they've got 44 million active yeah. users. Yeah. Okay. That's not a They're lot. They're saying... <laughs> They, they say a lot of things, don't they? they well, I mean, a lot of the things. thing is, they're saying 44 million, and, and I don't think 44 million is a lot in this day and age. The, 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 but the, I mean, the big problem is, is that Peter Thiel, he like creates this this platform, helps like put it up, and uh -huh. and at the same time he's creating the infrastructure to completely chain us with yeah. Palantir. It's like the yeah. worst thing ever in the world ever. Yeah. And the same guy who's taking all the data and putting all the videos in one place over here is going to be the one same one who created. I think I, I, I smell a rat. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, big yeah, there's one. Something, there's something about Rumble that, I mean, it is a publicly traded company, just like Google and YouTube, and that 
is very interesting to me because they are at, at this time saying they're not going to censor anybody or censor anything but at some point the shareholders may demand it and then and then what do they do then what do they do well it depends how, how often do you have a shareholder meeting so if you have well, one every two I, years the shareholders this, might this have snitches a... The, the Rumble, Rumble is Rumble's a snitch. It's a snitch platform. I I uploaded a video to Rumble that had been up on my YouTube for uh -huh. a year. It said, "Put in your YouTube handle," and for no, some reason, I put that. in my YouTube handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this, no, 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 no. This is proof. This is proof. Look at this, right? It's been up there for a year. It's the interview with um, I think it's with the Ryan the Fulmic one. And I put it up on Rumble and put in the thing, clicked it, and as soon as I clicked it, I got the uh, um, email come through from YouTube that I've got a content strike on that video. Straight away. It informed Rumble, informed YouTube, who then gave me a content strike because um, they would have looked at the description, I suppose, and I was freer and with a description in rumble but rumbles snitching on you because rumbles a snitch platform it's a snitch platform i swear to god that's <clears> the <throat> best way to describe it it's a bunch of snitches peter teal like palantir will be used for nearly everything schools police yeah. hospitals every single service will use palantir it will have data points on almost everybody and it's the technocrats or we should probably start calling them techno rats who are the ones who are going and 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 like uh creating all of these platforms to funnel people in and they they can buy you can be the people in between can be true russell brand can care about what he's saying kim iverson can care about what she's, she's saying and all mm -hmm. these different things but they go to the top of this pile funnel everybody in and then it's snitch time snitch yeah. galore let's change the rules i'm done boom, boom, i'm boom. Fuck, fuck uh -oh. it i'm just putting up cat videos from now on it's a lot easier Oh yeah. Well, that's, I, I mean, I mean, that. it would be, definitely be a lot easier for all of us, and we'd probably make more money out of it because, yeah. you know, let's face it, this is a thankless profession. It is a thankless, thankless profession. Cat and dog videos, and and it's yeah, thankless. Yeah. It's it's thankless not not falling in line with with either extreme, isn't it? Yeah. When you sit in the middle, they call you too fucking reasonable. And and they don't want anything to do with you because people today want sensationalism. They want sensationalism mm -hmm. from one extreme or the other because that's what social media has engineered them to want. And that's, that's... it's not only sensationalism. There's someone who's got to bring them that sensationalism, and they've got to make them into heroes. So yeah. Yeah. you bring, they bring you sensationalism, and then they are the purveyors of all uh, uh, information because they've given you a little bit of truth over and over again. That's repeated. It's so that's well, such was, a trope. That's why people don't like us. That's why they don't no, like us. Making my bombastic. No, oh, here, we here, here we go. Here's Com other reasons. Sorry, the Union Jack in the background. narcissist Ben. Come on, Ben. Yeah. Bring on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making a good point here because when I was making my bombastic, sensationalist videos at the places where I would go, yeah. which I can't name on this platform, yeah. um, I was getting eight uh -huh. to ten million impressions a month on Twitter. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm seventy-two thousand or something. Yeah. yeah, 72,000 a week at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm not doing that. Now I'm trying to be reasonable. <clears throat> now I'm trying to look at everything from a rational point of view and try and rationalize everything. Nobody wants to know. Let's oh, they don't. they don't. And see, the problem is we keep telling people that there are no heroes, there are no saviors. And obviously they, they believe us. 
<laughs> yeah. We are all humans here. We are all humans. Even us right here now, we yeah. are all humans. We are Real. All... You put enough pressure on any of us in the right angle, and we will we will uh, be in a state of confusion, shock. We won't be able to do things properly. We'll, we'll make really narrow decisions all of a sudden. You know, mm -hmm. pressure, mm -hmm. stress, all of that stuff leads you to do things that you think beforehand, oh, I would always stand up to this, or I would always stand yeah. up to that. But we're humans. Yeah, as soon as right. you add the pressure on, everything changes. Everything. Mm -hmm. So um, let's move on. What about Fox and Wooten then? Have we gonna, we've got to talk oh, about them. we got to go there, haven't we? we as, long, as long as there's no more schoolgirls getting killed on a bus, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... That That suits me fine. That suits me fine. Oh, well, we my did God. deal with the real world as well, Johnny. <laughs> oh, that was dark, man. That's such a dark place. Well, let start. me see what else Go we've on, got this anyway. dark. Um, carry on, that, right? Oh, there's one. There's one you'll like later on to do with dogs. GB <laughs> <laughs> News has been trending. I know. Friggin' day is trending right now. In fact, right, right, because of GB News. Yeah, you say. Yeah, because of this statement that Lawrence Fox made last night about a woman called Ava Evans, where he. He said, what was it? Something along the lines of he didn't want to sleep with her. And I'm paraphrasing because... Shagger. Oh, yo, sorry. I'm not allowed to That's say it. Ah, no, it's, oh, it's said it. Because you're not saying it. We're just reporting on it. But he, he yeah, he said he didn't want to shag her. Um, something she regularly says to people on Twitter, by the way. A lot. I, I, yeah, yeah, but I don't believe him. I don't, I yeah, I don't believe zero belief because she's <laughs> she's hot. She was hot. It's like like the, the, it shows that GB News. Well, yeah. That's uh, what it shows because uh, he is there lying, and it's a yeah. state of hyper normalization where I, we get on side with the idea of what he's. I saying. need to make stipulations, yeah. so ball gagging from behind. <laughs> Are you talking about Lawrence Fox now? <laughs> oh, thank you, Robin. Welcome to the Dark Side Five. You, I wouldn't shag him. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> that. We just got a donation. Never, because you don't knock anything till you've tried it, Johnny. But um. Okay, okay, okay. I'll shag Lawrence Fox if you want me to shag him. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. God, I'm sure you could do better. You could do better oh. than Lawrence Fox. He's a bit crinkly, isn't he? He, needs, he, he looks yeah, like he needs a good iron. Eventually, you've got to try <laughs> something different. That's what they say. So, you well, know. don't you think? Don't you think that th th these people—they all seem to go down this weird path? It was like uh, our Monday show. There was like the gay Roman Catholic sex orgy, you know, where they they what? they used and abused a sex worker to the point where the guy lost lost consciousness and had yeah, to be medically that, yeah. evacuated. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, wow. this is what goes on in the wow. real world. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in there. That's a, it's a devastating place. <laughs> Lawrence Fox and Martin Branning, I mean, Dan Wooten, have been I, suspended. I think we're going to have to just pull this one after oh, it's Dan finished. Shot it too, did he? Dan Wooten. Yeah, Dan Wooten's he gone as well. 
Yeah, wait, 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 though. You know, I mean, it, it's so it's so easy for a news like a news company to be like, well, he's pretty low in the ratings and people don't like him very much and everybody says bad things about him. So maybe that we could use this excuse yeah. to get rid of him. But Lawrence Fox, <laughs> I think that's I, Lawrence, probably... Lawrence Fox put him right down, sold him right down the river because he tweeted out the messages that he'd been exchanging with Dan. Yeah. After the oh, oh my god. And Dan was oh, laughing about oh. it. They'll be bricking themselves in the control room. Ho, ho, ho. No. <laughs> yeah, god. they're bricking themselves now, Dan. What are you doing? Oh, oh, man. That's <laughs> cringeworthy. Cringeworthy. Yeah. Sitting at home right now, not on air tonight. Yeah. Well, he'll right. be watching us. He'll be going, those bastards, they've got it in for me. What's up, Ben? Anyway, so yeah, Martin Branning's off the air. Um, <laughs> Who is Martin Branning? It's about like John Galt. Dan Wooten, Martin Branning. <laughs> yeah, well, allegedly. In allegedly. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> For legal purposes. <laughs> uh, right, sorry. I carry have on. no idea who this guy is. And, who, Martin and the loss to me is minimal. Martin, yeah. Martin, yeah. Martin Branning is a figment of Dan Wooten. Well, it's possibly a figment of Dan Wooten's imagination who was used for some, oh, no, shall like we it. say. That's brilliant. I've who, always been into for, figments of other yeah, people's imagination. But, but he was used for, shall we say, Sexual, sexual shenanigans. Not just shenanigans, well. but extortions. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, um, Mr. Where Mr. Are Branning we? allegedly paid up to £30,000 to get photos and videos of people in compromising positions. Well, it seems to be a regular theme. It seems to be a regular theme <laughs> around the place with bad people. That's what it seems to be. It's ah, a big club. But, you know, it's... I, I, well, it, I, you know, I, I thought I, I do one type of work where I go into something which is really, really horrible and terrible, um, and I catch really horrible and terrible people doing really horrible and terrible things. And sometimes you, you, you at the start, you think, okay, you've got a choice: either you do it properly, or you are a complete criminal. And you've got to completely say be one or the other because there's no there's yeah. no in between yeah. with these things. If you've got to do something the right way and you've got to be good about it, then you've got to you've got to overcome all of the rest of stuff. Yeah. So you can tell a bad person straight away by extortion and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. And you know, uh, people people are are always so um, binary in their their choices when it comes to good and evil. At the end yeah. of it, see, it this is where I get, into, I, I get into trouble for this, don't I, Ben? Because I, I, I sometimes put the other point across, and people call me all sorts of things. To go on, do it here, you know. But when I when I make excuses for people, <laughs> well, not excuses, but when I try and point out, you know, when you I, play I, devil's advocate. Well, it's not even that. It's like you know, Prince Andrew didn't commit any crime in the UK. He's not a pedo here. Mm. You know, and you say that, and people go, "Oh, you're just supporting Peters," you know. And then you say, "You know, what's his name? The 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 guy that was a, was alleged? Well, Brand Brand, for instance. Okay, he had sex with a sixteen year old. Yeah, and so what? It's legal, you know." Yeah, I'd like to see the law. I, I'd like to see the law changed. Right? That's, yeah, well, that's, that's exactly if, what we if said. It keeps, if it keeps shocking you and it keeps making you mm -hmm. feel icky or making loads of us feel icky inside, what what does change that it. mean? Because it's really hard. Like the, the idea of uh, I, I've, I, 
I don't know how many, like, like around around this area, I meet loads of sixteen year olds, and they are kids. I've not met a sixteen year old who acts like an adult ever. I well, met eighteen year olds who are getting there. Yeah, and I met twenty year olds who are almost there, See, but sixteen year olds never. I would say it's kids, I, man. I would say somebody posted a, a meme the other day, and it was like a guy. It was a kid smoking a cigarette, and a guy age 30 smoking a cigarette or something like that and the the, the meme was gen xers you know born at age 30 still think they're 30 you know and and really when you were growing up in the 70s and 80s kids were a lot older than they are now i mean when i was when yeah, i lived yeah. in hong kong i used to travel five miles on my own at the age of 12 right across hong kong to go karting i would do it on my own i'd get a bus and a ferry and then another bus and and there was get, dark shit, you know, yeah, but there was there, wait, wait, there was dark shit going on back then. I, I there spent was? all my time. Yeah, that I was the time. All my time looking at all of the dark shit that was going on oh, back yeah. then, and more you find, it's yeah, like but, you but, find that people didn't know what their kids were doing. Well, no, no, about, but no, no, but I mean, we knew what they were doing, but and and, and this is going to sound yeah. crazy, but yeah. see if you were, see if you wear a certain color in Hong Kong because it was the British Empire, and if you were a certain color. The, the Chinese wouldn't touch you because yeah, they knew yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, you know, it just sounds crazy, so but like, that's how it like was. being Welsh in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> I like really being, mean it. It's there like was... being Scottish in Eastbourne. <laughs> yeah. They're all afraid oh. of him. They're all afraid of him. Eastbourne, you live where Dr. John Bodkin Adams killed all the women. Yeah, I live in Eastbourne. Ben does. All patients. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's where he killed all the uh, 150, May, 130, maybe up to 160 women. And Theresa May's father worked with him as a chaplain in the hospital, Eastbourne Hospital, during that time. Bloody hell. We also have claimed the fame of being one of the, if not the world's most famous suicide spot. BG Head. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's depressing as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing right now. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, 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 I everything's depressing at the moment. It's got to the point where it's like, what can I do? Free man. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Let's let's yeah. move on. Um, so let's apart... leave suicide spots yeah. behind. So the um, the the European Union has said that Twitter. Or X, if you want to call it that, is the the platform with the most prevalent disinformation on it. Oh my god! They, they really want they want to it today, they want, didn't he? They want Rumble gone. They want Twitter gone, don't they? Yeah, but Elon Musk responded to it today. Did you see his little video about disinformation? No, it didn't. What did he do? Tell me. I can't say on this platform. Oh right, okay. <laughs> It was about. It was about. Uh, he posted a compilation of articles about a certain medication and what was initially said about uh, what this certain medication. Oh, can right, do. yeah. And then what? Well, even the Mayo Clinic says it can be used for it now. The Mayo Clinic says it's a treatment for certain things. Well, no. What I'm saying, no, no, not that, not that medication. Oh, right. A medication that everybody was forced and coerced into getting, and whether or not it oh, could prevent one. certain things. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. So he he's posted a vid little video, and he's called it disinformation. <laughs> this. I oh, should definitely oh, not say anything. You want right to hear disinformation? <laughs> <laughs> is that that's not the one in twenty? Is it? 
But my, my question is this. What metric are they deciding what is and is not this information by? I, I, I can tell you the answer because it's kind of a rhetorical question, but the answer is whatever the fuck they decide. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, right. Well, let's move straight into the next item then. The, well, and the oh, UK. Well, I was going to say... Oh. I was going to say there is actually someone keeping that metric, and that's Edelman PR with the right hand man of Klaus Schwab. And, and right, so what uh, about malinformation oh. then? Is this a new oh. word? Oh. Yeah, well, this is a new one. Malinformation, the independent. You, you, mal, you, you, mal comes you, from black, it's old Scottish. It's in old Scottish. Um, or is, does it come mal. from the French? As an no black ma- no black malady mal, black uh, blackmail was actually it, the black part come from uh, mal as well. It was it, it, it was it's really it's actually black black. I did a little <laughs> research on the Eckstein one hundred and one. Yeah, it's it's black blackness is really it, it kind of the thing okay. It came, from. Stop, it first wait, came stop up in Scottish Stop talking shite, <laughs> and we'll move on. <laughs> right. Oh, so oh, so you UK, can you should know it's in your country. You should <laughs> you, know about you, Scottish law and. History. Uh, Scottish law. U- UK independent journalists arrested for malinformation. <laughs> you Uh-oh. sent this to me, Ben. It's not me, is it? No, it wasn't. I the did. guy was fucking swatted while he was doing his podcast. Do you know what? Oh, I was <laughs> He was on the podcast and there's chap chap chap. It's the VPN. No, it's not the VPN, please. It's the information, please. And bang. I- I'm surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't the UNM boys, to be honest. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It wasn't I'm them. Very su- so, I'm very surprised. So he goes and answers the door while his co-host or whatever is having a conversation, much like this would be. You know, it's, if I disappeared, you could say he's been swatted, right? So he goes to answer the door. The police go, uh, we, want to, we want to invite you to come for a chat. And he says, well, I don't want to come for a chat. And they said, well, okay, you're under arrest. And they took him for a chat. Yeah. So his name is Warren Thornton. He was hosting an edition of his webcast, The Real Truth, on the Ooh. evening of Sunday, September 24th, when a police officer knocked at his door. The video blogger has been critical on social media of NATO support to Ukraine with its <laughs> conflict in Russia. He'd also helped um. expose the dark past of the 98-year-old Ontario resident, Yuroslav Hanka, who was given a standing ovation in the Canadian House of Commons, but last last week during a speech by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky at the invitation of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It wasn't at the invitation of Trudeau. Uh, it was at the, the invitation the speaker, of the Speaker. Who the has resigned. Who has since resigned. He has resigned. Yeah. Not Trudeau, the Speaker. Um, but, yeah. Um, so this, this guest, Fiona Ryan, recounted how Thornton vanished 20 minutes before the show ended. As she was talking to, with fellow guest Johnny, host of the uh, Cafe Revolution, YouTube channel based in Donetsk, in the front line of the conflict with Ukraine, so he was giving information, of, I guess, about about this this Nazi in mm-hmm. the, the Canadian yeah. Parliament. And as he's speaking it live, the police show up on his doorstep and go, "We want to check your thinking. You're coming with us." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So he was released. Police. Ultimately, he was released without charge the the following day, right? So he was oh, released without God. charge or um, or caution or bail or anything. Okay, so he's out. He's free to go, uh, and the, and he's he was informed that what he was doing was giving out mal information, which apparently appears to be. He gave out the correct information, which was absolutely correct, but it didn't quite tie in with how they wanted the narrative to run. 
So that's what my journalistic career is. Exactly. That's the online safety bill for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I would, I, I, the, the, the police. I deal with the police because I do police auditing as well. I have, mm. I, so, so I, I get, get up close and personal with the police, and they are just grunts. They are like the majority of it is they turn up and they make the wrong decisions, yeah. um, well, and then I've they been do on bail do, for a year and a half. I'm still on bail right now for being assaulted by police. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow, that's 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 that, that sounds like the police. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. the police. Um, that last time I went to a protest, I went to a fifteen-minute city, uh, a fifteen-minute city—is that what they call them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, protest and 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 uh, went under the subway, and I was recording it all. It's all on, uh, on camera. I mean, with a group, and we 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 go. Everybody walks through, and they they formed a line in front of me, just me. I wasn't allowed to go by. Everybody else went by, and for some reason, they just wouldn't let. So I got like this whole everybody's being let backwards and forwards, but they just won't let me go. And I know it's facial recognition. Yeah. And I know that they, they, they pings because of my journalism or whatever else that I'm doing. Yeah. And so they detain me for as long as possible without detaining me. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then they always get told to release me, it seems. So yeah. um, I'm expecting the police to come around and start talking to me about the same thing at some point. And I think most journalists in the UK will start thinking that and it will start happening. And then it will come down lower and lower and lower and lower down the chain until you've just got yeah. the information police, haven't you? Just yeah. full on information mm -hmm. police on every level. That's amazing. That's amazing. Have you Fear tried them? Um, unfortunately. You have you considered trying the anti-facial recognition makeup? <laughs> it does look ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine. That's that. I know. No, I haven't. It's like I haven't. triangles on your face. It's yeah. like camouflage paint, you know? Wow. wow. Yeah. That's good. I, yeah. But it works. No, I was thinking about. um. What was that? I was thinking about getting Mr. Salad Finger masks. That would be better, just walking around with Salad Finger masks just on. Going, I like Rusty Spoon. <laughs> Are you here to help me? I have my problems, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it would be, it would be uh, much better than that. So but then they'd stop me all the time. Yeah. All of what happened to me is on camera. Um, the police officers. Do you see what I mean about being a conversational narcissist? Yes. Yeah, he's right, though. Right. If, they've been, if they've been persecuting, they've been persecuting. Right, well, the, police were, the police were briefed that I was both disabled and autistic. I, I, they knew and, and were fully aware that I committed no crime whatsoever. Um, and because I said I would move my car in my time, which was not blocking, obstructing, or threatening them in any way, I said I will move in my time. It's all on camera. Uh, they opened my door, physically assaulted me, beat me, dislocated both my shoulders, held me in custody for 24 hours, and then released me on a false well, charge of resisting to, arrest. To be fair, to be fair, it's not hard to police. dislocate your shoulders. Yes, I know it's not hard to dislocate my shoulders. <laughs> I'm fully aware, John. But it's still very painful, though, you bastard. Hey, mm. enough of that. <laughs> I'll get my heart. Julie says they behaved terrible towards you that day, Johnny. What when, you, when, when, when they when they lined up and stopped you proceeding? When they lined up and stopped. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's what they that's what they do. I mean, the police the, the police have behaved terrible to me on a few occasions on auditing, but you know, most of the time they just they they just don't want 
to interact nowadays a bit more. One of, one of them was really, I, I, I came across this guy who was being given first aid on a bench and he was clearly needed to be put into um, uh, the recovery position. And they just left him on the bench like this and he's got blood on his face and he's like obviously having a hard time breathing. And I was watching the policeman just sit there on his phone. Yeah. Just, just like trying to work out what he's meant to do with this guy. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And I was filming it all. And he was getting really uncomfortable about me filming him, not doing anything. Eventually, they put him between, so his head was between two benches down on a slope and couldn't put him into recovery position because they, they was between two benches. And then because I said, you have to change that, they went into this ego thing of being like, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to not put him in the recovery position and leave yeah, him they, there. They like, it was, his tongue, yeah. yeah. And, and so, so I'm, I'm dealing with two police then, and they called in about 12 police officers uh, and a couple of right advance with facial recognition cameras. Uh, this is all on camera. This is all on Rockfin and, and Rumble. It's not on YouTube because it got taken off YouTube. Um, it, it, they formed an entire ring. Right? They moved the guy finally. They finally, when they, 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 the paramedics came and moved the guy, and he was, by that time, they're resuscitating him. Oh so, God. by that time, they're looking for, yeah, and, and it was just insane. The police come around in the, in the corner. The duty sergeant just got right up close to me and started grabbing my arm and pushing me and seeing if he could get a reaction. And he didn't get a reaction, but I was recording it all. I'm like, like, why are you holding my arm? Look, it's, it's just crazy. And um, and he oh, then, it was, it was much... two minutes later, started using my name. <sighs> he didn't know my yeah. name. He started using... So it's just all intimidation, all intimidation, yeah. all intimidation. Uh, the world's changed. Right, the world's changed quite a lot, hasn't it? John, what you got for us? Right, next, um, we've got uh, Suella Braverman. Multiculturalism has failed. Well, it depends on what you mean by multiculturalism, because if you're a far oh. leftist on Twitter, yeah. you don't know what multiculturalism is. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what they think multiculturalism is, is a bunch of people living together from different cultures. But that's not what multiculturalism no. is. A, a multiculturalism is a bunch of cultures coming together in one place and forming separate enclaves and seeing if they can get along. And unfortunately, many cultures cannot get along because they have completely and fundamentally different values. That's just a fact of life. Mm -hmm. So you're saying I can't have a wife from every continent? I mean, you could. <laughs> it would be bigamy, but you could. Well, well hold on. Oh, yeah, it would be. <laughs> can, I ask you a, can I ask you a, a serious question, Johnny? Why oh, would God, you want go, yeah, right. multiple wives? <laughs> <laughs> because because then uh, this 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 uh, joke has a punchline. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, there you don't. Yeah, no, no, no to that. Let's not let's not do any more of that. Yeah, no, no more wives, please. I haven't had a wife before, anyway, so it's fine. <sighs> yeah. So, um, but multiculturalism has failed, and I mean, it's been well recognised. I mean, even David Cameron was making speeches about it in twenty eleven. Yeah. You know, so so this is nothing new. And you're not telling us anything we don't know. So what why Suella Braverman coming out with us? Because it's not been it's not gone down well amongst it's not gone down well against the liberal lefties. But is she gonna is she gone for is she gone for a uh you know, is she going for a run at the leader? She's going for a pop well, she's certainly trying to run on a populist platform for something. Because yeah. this is the type of thing that, you know, a quote unquote right wing populist says. Um, I'm not right wing, as people will know, but it is just, I think, reality. Like I said, that many cultures are completely different. And when you put them together, 
they seem to form their own enclaves and want to keep their own cultural values and norms. This is just what we mm-hmm. observe. This is like in Bristol. Yeah, like well, yeah, people with machetes. Well, this this is it, and I don't think it's wrong to point out this reality. You know, when they form their own when they form their own enclaves and they want to continue to live by their own ways of life, and they don't want to integrate into maybe a more liberal society's way of life. And I'm not naming any particular people here. Um, how can that work? How can that work when they, those two cultures are, are are the complete antithesis of one another? It can't. Ultimately, it can't. You're right. Unless they, uh, unless they are willing to uh, integrate That's into true. the culture for which they have joined, it can't work. Oh, right. Um, shall we move? Shall we move on? Go on, then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bugger. What have you done? No, because my computer crashed and restarted, I've lost all my notes. Ah, it doesn't matter. Right, well, I, I can say about the last subject just before you yeah. you, you go on. Like, go um, on. Just that the uh, I, I I live in an area where suddenly there's been a large influx of Indians. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there's there's like what you were talking about with enclaves there, Ben. Like. I love these guys. The kids are so polite. The adults are so yeah. polite. They're very. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 work hard. They're part of the community in many ways. We're really nice with a lot of the kids around. Like and so what we get, we end up is uh, them coming around the door, giving us a knock and giving us some food and stuff. Um, there's loads of like obvious. They they're a bit like there's loads of indians who are afraid of dogs and so my yeah. dog walks off the lead and so they they like freak out so i've had two uh different times where an indian lady has tried to throw herself out into a road instead of going past <laughs> like a dog without looking like it's just crazy there are differences in culture but one of the big differences is they will always form an enclave because they're not going to intermarry they yeah. always, yeah. Uh, with Indian culture, they will always go home. And nearly every girl around here of a certain age tells me, oh, I say, how are you? What are you up to? And they say, oh, I'm going home and I'm going to get married and I'm going to come back and later on he's going to join me. That's basically the way it goes round and round. And of course they're not going to interleave. Everybody's got their own cultures. That's why all of this sort of thing doesn't really falls apart into closer inspection. Mm-hmm. This is all about individual rights. It's all about yeah. individual rights and and having your options well i mean look there are some cultures and countries in on this planet where they they see let's let's for example say being a member of the lgbtwxyz alphabet crew uh, as not just immoral but illegal and it can be punishable by you know execution and if people from those cultures come and live in this this country where we are extremely liberal on those issues and um see that we are extremely liberal on those issues nine times out of ten they don't just come around to our way of thinking um that they their their cultural outlook on those issues remains the same and there's nothing we can say or do that's going to change that and that's not to denigrate that culture or to say that that culture is wrong or to say that that i mean obviously i don't agree with it but at the same time how do you reconcile those two things? And I'm not sure that you can. The, the, the best thing I can, I can say is that I know 
and it is, it'll all be anecdotal at the end. Everybody will have their own anecdotal experiences of this, but I can say my life is better for this one Indian family in our neighborhood who every single person from father, mother, and all of the sons and the daughter is really a really nice to us. And I know that a couple of the kids are just some of the brightest kids. They're really clever. They will go on to do clever things and really do good things. Not everybody, not all of the families are like that. We're all a mixed right. bunch. Mm -hmm. But but, but they, they, they there will be negatives and there will be positives still. There will be really positive. Basically, every Sikh I know is more British than I am. They absolutely love it. <laughs> British Raj, man. It was amazing. They, they took over just like, whoop. It was a, It took 10, 15 years, I think, something along those lines. Uh, Richard yeah. Grove on Grand Theft Podcast does a really good introduction about this, but it took about 15 years to change the Raj into the British Raj because basically all the administrative structure was exactly the same as what the British do. And so they just basically took over the top level administrative uh, structure and everything then was just capitulated to Britain straight away. Uh, that is amazing. It. Yeah, 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 because they're the same. We have that link the same. We can trade the yeah. same and that makes they a big difference. They integrate very, very well because they, they just love it and they love the culture and they love fish and chips and they love all of the stereotypes. They love flying yeah. the flag. I kicked a and Sikh they... man in the balls once. Kicked him right in the balls. I made him Sikh. <laughs> <laughs> it was his own fault. He really did ask for it. He really, even the police said that he deserved it. So I mean, that, that's gotta be said. I really mean that. <laughs> he, he did. I mean, if the police are saying he deserved it and you did it, you probably. <laughs> and I was not working in any way for the police. I was a night manager at the time. But the biggest... he was. Uh, he was. Yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry. Go on. You were a no, night manager. I was just going to say. Yeah, I was a night manager in Cardiff, and uh, and and he was doing something very nasty to a, a woman, and we ended up outside, mm. and then it ended up into a like a standoff, and then at one point he just kind of like, I don't know, he just like turned front ways on me, we were both sideways, and he just like it was almost like he opened up his legs for me, <laughs> and I just kicked him really hard in the balls really quickly, and then he like toggled off, went round in a circle, <laughs> yeah. tried to find this girl that he was chasing, couldn't find her, and then got into a taxi with tears in his eyes. It was, oh, a, no. it, was a, it was a it was a good night. It was a good night after <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the only problem I find with certain Indians is well working as an IT project manager is the fact that the the culture allows them to basically say anything they like in order to placate you. Right, so if you say, "Will this be ready tomorrow?" they will say, "Yes, yes, it will be ready tomorrow." And then when tomorrow comes, they will say, "No, it will not be ready. It will be ready tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 John, with that, let's 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 push on through. Come on, right? Well, okay, okay. Well, right. So, <laughs> did you see the guy who's a zoologist? Lots of zoologists in the world, man. Oh, who has? Who has admitted 46 counts of raping puppies? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, oh, I've just got a note here. It says. It says pop pedo. So, I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. This guy, right, oh, who's been on god. TV. He says, 
Adam says more than that now, John. Oh my God, more than that. He's been on. He's been on t- TV. He's been on like um, David Attenborough's shows oh. and things. He, 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 there's a picture of him with a crocodile. I don't know. I don't know what he did to the crocodile, but apparently he has admitted. How cute is a crocodile? No, cute crocodiles are not cute. He has admitted to oh. sexually assaulting pups, which is pretty. Oh, well, now we've gone into child porn. Oh, oh God! Apparently, says Adam. I was about to, I was well, about to stop riffing on yeah. Attenborough, then, you, then Adam had to go and say that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Okay, so that we'll, makes we'll, sense. I mean, to be honest, it's just yeah. it, it sometimes bundles. Spaniel. He started off. He started off with a young dogs and moved on to young humans. Not good. I think he probably already started off on the one, and the rest is fantasy and detachment and a way <sighs> oh. to incorporate grooming strategies oh, as well. If you're surrounded by puppies, who are you trying to attract? You know, is well, well yes. Do you want to come and see my puppies? Isn't it? Because let's face it, most serial killers start by uh, you know killing a bunch of animals, and then they. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like gone. to think of them as scientific yeah, completely, experiments. Completely. It's it's amazing how many of them blame the animal stuff, though. I, no. I did one about. No, it. I, I'd like to think of it as scientific experiments of a curious but young mind. I, I, that's my excuse. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying, John. And yeah, I, I know. I have no idea what you're have saying. Have you never frozen a wasp into a block of ice and then resuscitated it? I have. No, no. <laughs> no that, you're, 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 you're a sick man, except that wasps. Wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> He's Scottish, to be fair. A frozen wasp. Yeah, I thought, oh, yeah. You see all this Frankenstein stuff on TV when you're a kid, and I thought, I wonder if you could get if that would work. So I, I froze a wasp into a block of ice, right? And I put it in the fridge and left it, oh, the freezer and left it there for like two days, okay? So this thing was well frozen. I then brought it out, right? I had it on the draining board and thawed it out, and it was all wet and lifeless. But it was lying in a pool of. Why know, haven't you got the violins playing? It was lying in a pool of water. Serious. So I got my electric train transformer, right? And you fiddled with it. Took the you did took, not. took the twelve volt output and gave no. it a zzzt, zzzt, and it came to life. Okay, you're a serial killer. Right? And and it was it was staggering about, drying out on the um on the on the draining board when this huge spider came out <laughs> and snaffled it. <laughs> this is just what Scotland's like though. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> oh a cycle of devouring. <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely pulling this episode. <laughs> uh, well, we won't pull it. We won't what? pull it. I, you... think, I think it'll be all right. It just won't be monetized. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, we I mean, the best of Jungle Griffin says one pen. perfectly normal, John. Perfectly normal. <laughs> you no, didn't do any not. harm. I didn't do any harm. Yeah. So, <laughs> what to the wasp? But what well, about I, to the people? What about the people, John? I've what never about moved the people? On to people. <laughs> anyway. Yet, yet, <laughs> still time. It's still time. Right. What's behind those flags, John? What's behind those flags? Don't, don't ask. No don't ask what's behind okay. the flags. Do not mention okay. the bear. Anyway. <laughs> 
so where was that? Um, so 48 Nigerian nurses and 669 Nigerian applicants have been accused of fraud. The 48 Nigerian nurses are currently working in the NHS and the 669 were applicants to work in the NHS and they're accused of fraudulently forging their, um, what do you call it, their um, qualifications. So you're telling me that they're not qualified to work? They're not qualified. Well, that's the accusation. So that well, that's not good. Well, you say that, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about NHS qualifications right now okay. because I'm going to be a bit of a conversational narcissist. Oh, God, here we uh, go. I am qualified with certificates to deliver and administer Entonox, gas and air. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I did I did what was supposed to be a three-day course in two hours, passed it, and got full qualification from the NHS, uh, first of all. Why? Second of all... Gas uh, in here? Why? Yeah, right, because my wife was incapacitated during pregnancy, and that oh. was the only thing that could help. Right, okay. Um, and I had to have a qualification in order to be able to get it on prescription and administer it to her at home. All right, okay. Which was very, very annoying, shall we say. Um, but but second of all, remember I was an NHS volunteer, people, and John during yeah yeah the, uh, I know during, that I know that story yeah. So uh, the NHS contacted me and told me they would give me six hours training and then let me loose uh, sticking people with injections for a certain thing. Whoa! Oh, yes. straight in, no kissing. Did you oh, um, just just did you get to practice on oranges? I didn't go in. I didn't go in. I didn't do it. Oh, you should have done that. No, they, they, they because I was an NHS volunteer. Yeah. Um, they they asked me to become a vaccinator, and they said they'd give me six hours training and then they'd let me loose. Boom. So, yep. Yeah, that would have been good though if you'd been trained, because then you would know if they were told not to aspirate. Well, yeah. Anyway, right. Um, so let's move on. Uh, Mrs. Mac. No, no, Mrs. Zelensky. Right, Mrs. Did Zelensky said. Money again? No, no. She's. Just, I think. I think we're winding up, people. We're winding up because the the noises are starting to come out, aren't they? You know, like the the old defence minister being an ambassador in London now and stuff like that. So Mrs. Zelensky says she's not sure if um, old Vladimir's going to run for a second term. Now it would be well, difficult because they don't have elections at the moment. But no, he's um, suspended those. Yeah. But um, she says he's not sure if he's going to run for a second term. So I don't think he's going to get the opportunity to run for a second term because he's either going to be in a box or he's going to be um, somewhere out th outside the country living up. He's going to be in the United States, isn't he? He's going to be in the United States. Oh, well, Israel's been taunted about quite a lot because he's... I don't think he's proper Jewish, though. I think he's... They say he's Jewish, but I don't think he is. I think he's he's something along that line, but it's a kind Correct of a side wrong. shoot. What? He's something along the lines. He's got a he, 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 he's got a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> we all got side hustles, man. We all got side hustles. Yeah, but I'm pretty certain he's already got a house in Miami, if memory recalls. Yeah, well, he's got he's got a few yeah, houses all I, over the place. But I reckon, yeah, yeah, I reckon he'll be a, a very rich man one day. Oh yeah. Um, these guys get get lifted up because they're in with the club, and while you're on the party boat, this is a really good analogy. While you're on the party boat, you're living the dream. You never come 
off the party boat, though, so he'll always be used. I mean, if he doesn't die of fast-acting leukemia in the next few years, he will be uh, always on TV here and there, giving some thing about what people should do yeah, about yeah. some crisis. Like, like, you know, he'll be a talking head yeah, eventually. Like Tony Blair. Tony Blair could risk a comeback. Oh, He's I know. Yeah. so dire that he could risk a comeback. I, I mean... Uh, so, moving yeah. on to other world leaders, uh, Mr. Macron, Macron has, uh, has, has now, he's obviously taken a leaf out of Rishi's book, and and I think these two things are, are definitely connected, because he's now talking about soft zero for, instead of net zero, right? Oh. So he's talking about soft zero, because he can't afford to go there too quickly, because France is pulling out of Niger. They are pulling out. They are pulling out well, completely. They've no choice, have they? They've, they've no choice. choice. Yeah, they've no choice. Either war or pull yeah. out. But they're pulling out of Niger, which means they're not going to get the yellow cake, are they? So No. And therefore, he's going to have to rely on fossil fuel to make up the difference if he doesn't get enough yellow cake to keep his nuclear power plants going. Mm. So, fait accompli. So he's he's bringing down expectations on net zero in France, even though the well, French today, have done very little towards it. A, a new oil field has just been approved here in the UK today, hasn't it? Yeah, right. Um, before you carry on, I'd like to read a statement made by Himza, right? So, I'm disappointed. Rosebank has been given... Rosebank has been given the go-ahead. We've raised concerns that the majority of what is extracted from Rosebank will go overseas and not remain in Scotland or the UK. Now, now, that just remember that part. And then he says, we're investing 500 million so workers and industry transition from fossil fuels to a net zero future. So, <laughs> that's a kind of mixed message. Because on one hand he's saying, I'm disappointed that we're not going to keep the oil and use it. And then the next hand he's saying, we don't need it because we're investing in the net zero future. And what's the problem? What's wrong with taking out the oil and selling it to make money to then invest in his net zero future? The guy's the guy's an absolute fruit loop. He doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. Well, no, none of them do. None, none of them do. And, and when I say none of them, I also mean these alleged mainstream climat scientists. I, they got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, and people will say this is a simplistic analogy, but they can't even predict the weather right for the next three days. And yeah. every time they create one of these models, it's always wrong. So mm -hmm. we need to we need to get a bit <laughs> more inquisitive, shall we say, about the, the types of people who are trying to tell us all these disastrous things and what why they might be saying it. Is it financial? Is it... Uh, global control as some people might say is i honestly don't know but my my point is that the people the people giving us these constantly incorrect things at some point we're gonna have to you know say they're crying wolf surely at some point it go it'll go super duper all over the place all of the time and yeah. you won't be able to tell what's real or not and we're entering into mm -hmm. the world of fifth generation warfare and everything is going to be spicy I think we're there. It's, 
Yeah, well, it, 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 when Biden took office, um, this is uh, it come up in one of the podcasts. When Biden took office, 175 million IP addresses went online for the Department of Defense, and they transferred it over to a private company. And all of those could be uh, a, um, an AI bot that works at 8,000 to 80,000 to 8 million times at the speed of a, a human does in just manufacturing a presence, a persona, information, practicing doing that. And and all of these uh, machines constantly taking on the identity of people, and then you don't know who's real, who's fake. They can speak every language under the sun. They can work nonstop. Every single bit of information you receive has to be questioned. You won't even know eventually whether the people on the screen are real people and whether or not their computer um, well, uh, we're recreation of what reality is. We're getting to that point already, aren't we? Um, I mean, yeah. so so Hel- while you're talking about Biden, Hillary's been banging on again about um, you know the Russians interfering in the 2024 election, and referring back to the 2016 election where it was stolen from her, but she doesn't seem to understand that the the investigation into the that election did determine that Russia was involved, but it interfered on the side of the Democrats, i.e., Hillary. So why did she keep banging on about the Russians helping Trump when they didn't do it the first time? Well, who, it, it, it's it's once again it, it directly ties to what what Johnny's just been saying, and you know what what I'm saying as well. And what I'm saying is this: at some point, there is going to come a time where yeah. these arbiters and things like online safety bill here are, are just the you know elephant in the room precursor to it these arbiters are going to tell you what the truth is these are are not going to be allowed to question it and you've got to what you've got to do is question right now the people the type of people that would do that to you and why they would do that to you if they're telling you you cannot have an inquisitive mind if they're telling you that you can't take one situation and look at its complexities from one side or the other and come to your own conclusion then they are not your friend, and they have something bad planned for you. And that's my opinion. No, I tend to go along with it, to be fair. Johnny? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, hey, the, the, the world's, the world's turning... I, I was trying to state it in a tweet yesterday. The world's turning into a point where you don't know, real or not, if the what the person on the other side of... Uh, a computer is going to tell you to do is actually for the work or something else you're yeah. doing. It could be anything nowadays. We're entering into a world where we won't even know what's real or, or fake anymore. And we're right yeah. on that. We're, we're, it's we're not just, not just, it's, it's happening yeah. around us now. Yeah. We're is. seeing it. I mean, we're getting to the point where people could be sitting here watching this conversation, going back to what you said, and none of us could be real people. Yeah. Trust, trust the people who are around you in your you know, community. But, you know, things would give it away. Things would give it away. Like you know, like if you had a if you had a glitch and you know one of the bots didn't appear for the first half of the show, that kind of thing. That that, 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 that sounds like any podcast. So what? <laughs> well, <laughs> are we are we are we are we there? Am I actually talking to real people? Well, I don't know. Oh, are we? Are we? Well, John, that's, that's a John, good. You appeared from the darkness. You did appear from the darkness, <laughs> and then you made us all dark for a while, didn't you? You. you uh... Right. Um. 
there's only a couple of things left. Um, we well, the, t- talking about models, Ben. You were talking about climate models and how bad they are. So the latest climate model now says that we only have two hundred and fifty million years to stop global warming. <laughs> oh, did I, I did this on Monday, didn't I? Well, no, it doesn't say we ha- we only have two hundred fifty million years to stop it. It says two hundred fifty million years will be at the point that the Earth is completely uninhabitable. Yeah, That's yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Ooh, well, Herman Kahn said <laughs> in nineteen seventy four, nineteen seventy five, around that time, next two hundred years, you don't have to worry about finite resources on Earth because we'll be able to mine meteor uh, asteroids, meteorites, whatever. We'll be able to go out really far and in the, you know into the distance, and then uh, eventually we'll be able to leave our solar system. We'll be able to, to harvest from other other uh, planets that have nothing on and aren't going to have a habitat. Well, so don't worry about it. That's what he said. Well, have you well, seen? Sorry. I was going to say, let's take 200 of those 250 million years, and let's say we would hope that technolo- technological advances between now and then would have pushed us to that point. Yeah, but the, they're coming up with the James Webb Space Telescope, which has completely destroyed Neil deGrasse Tyson's career. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's now... Yeah, like tell- that. <laughs> it's completely... It's discredited the Big Bang Theory. That's gone. That's debunked. It never happened. Um, oh, we're now... We're oh, not- no! The universe we're a simulation is- on the simulation. Yeah, oh. The universe is at least 26, million year- 26 billion years old, not 13, right? So things are getting older. Um, galaxies have formed that shouldn't be formed, so our complete theory as to how galaxies form is completely wrong. And now they've... They're talking about there may be a super fluid in space. I'm going to take something. I'm go- I'm just going to what say. the ether. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ether's coming I, back, baby. <laughs> I don't think any of these people have got a clue what they're talking about. Well, of course they, really don't. they don't have a clue because it's all theoretical physics, and the word there is theoretical. Because none of none of their observations. I mean, you make up things like dark matter to make your observations work, and you know, you're 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 inventing something that you can't see, can't 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 detect, and can't measure. You know, it's nonsense. So anyway, mm-hmm. so there we go. Very uh, anyway, matter is nonsense. So anyway, it's just hard light. It's just I'm hard light. <laughs> Don't be like that about my mum. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson whose career has been destroyed by the James Webb Space Telescope he's also struggling to explain I mean why why are people asking him I mean he he comes across as some kind of affable science educator and he's really a bit of a twat but why is he why is he trying to explain why men should compete in women's sports I don't know. Trigonometry have torn him apart, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, why? why? Did you see Neil deGrasse Tyson's doing that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Neil deGrasse, like the the astrophysicist Maxwell, hosting parties around our house. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not too sure about him. Not too sure about him. Well, well, well. Remember, we're not, we're not going to be, we're not going to be those guys. We're not going, we're not going to assume guilt by association here, people, right? But at the same time, (laughs) I'm going to be that guy. No, no, no. You're allowed to be skeptical, though, Ben. Joking. You're allowed to be skeptical. Everyone can be skeptical. Everyone can be skeptical. Absolutely. But he's he's entering himself, or he's putting himself 
in in these debates because it gets him attention. It's a simple yeah, fact. I know, I know. And and that's why we resist. Well, I say we we resist and we do try and resist having these conversations and these debates because it's just in the grand scheme of things, it, it's gonna looking at the way the tide is turning on social media for sure. It's gonna sort itself out. This is gonna sort itself out. I, I do you think it's an that? element that the, the, the polling agencies actually like <clears throat> poll who are the most trusted characters around and then they they help promote that message through those people. So I don't think you know, it gets him attention, yeah, but why does it get him attention and who puts him into the situation that allows him to get that attention but that I think is these statements uh... he's been making, there he is on Constantine Kissing and you know, Francis Foster's mm-hmm. trigonometry on YouTube because yeah, he's really bump him up. So, yeah. so, so Robin's asking in the, in the, um, in the, in the chat, why, why aren't there more female Formula One drivers? Well, because they're not good enough. <laughs> no, it's because they're stinky. No, females are stinky. It's because <laughs> it's because they're not strong enough, Robin. Basically, that's and you can't. Yeah. That, that's the pro- the problem here is when you start talking about. You know, men competing in women's sports and women competing in men's sports. The problem is the strength differ- differential is is immense, immense. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. neck for Formula oh, One. It's yeah, crazy, but, man. But I mean, a you'd 20... have to have a woman. Oh, you could find at least one woman if, with a massive. Neck yeah, yeah, you'll find neck. one, right? <laughs> you know, like Fatima, what's up, what bread or something like. That. But you know, what to do Formula One? What? No, but the, she's the, a bit old like, nowadays. Who, I, I know, but you, you'll find you'll find one or. Yeah, you know, I mean Danica Patrick used to race. Yeah. She wasn't terribly great, but she was I mean she was quite petite as well. But yeah, they mm-hmm. can't take the G forces, you know, four and a half G round a corner in Japan there. But the other th- <laughs> the other thing about women is a, a man and a woman both reach their peak of physical strength when they're twenty five, right? And on average, a twenty five year old woman has the same physical strength as a sixty five year old man. That's the differential. Yeah. And mentally, they're risk averse, so women yes. are less well, likely are. to yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it's naturally it's just one of the traits that women are because they they rear children. They tend to be more risk averse. That's, that's it. You're, yeah. you're less likely to have a sample size of people who want to do crazy things like spin around corners at two hundred miles an hour and not have like a little tinge in their head, in their brain that that is natural, natural exactly. nature, exactly. nature. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is just um, anecdotal as well, okay? And this is this is oh, this is from the this is from the, right. the sort of thing that I like. And you, you know, John, I'm an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of um, deaths when riding rides due to extreme g-forces are more often than not women. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is it's just anecdotal, as I say. But it's mm-hmm. extreme g-force rides like Mission Space at Epcot, or Walt Disney World. Oh, um, I've been on that. Which is it's good. It's a centrifuge. It's a centrifuge. It was good. I went on the hard one as well. I probably shouldn't um, yeah. have. So, so um, a, a woman, a woman died, I believe, uh, popped a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. That. Well, well, that could happen. Due oh. to the high g The same thing happened on the, the Incredible Hulk roller coaster at Universal in Florida. But yeah, anecdotally. <laughs> Sorry, I get depressed really easy about stories about people dying. So, so far, they show me like it's really... a, a roller coaster of depression. And 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 thank th- 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 Well, you haven't told them about the Smiler incident, then Ben, have you? Well, he told me about it while we were on I it. Like I did. I did. T- I did give you. I gave John the rundown of of the incident at the Smiler at Alton Towers while while we, we were, were on it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
So two trains crashed into one another on it, and two women lost their legs. Decapitated at the knee. Yeah, no deaths, no deaths, just <laughs> just limbs. Still, I'm not sure if I wanted uh, my. Uh, I don't think it's decapitated if it's a, if it's a leg, is it? Oh well, no, no. Just, I, I mean, I'm I'm asking the question. Yeah, no, you're oh, right. You're right, you know, Johnny. It's amputated. It's amputated. amputated. Yeah, but I didn't think to tell John that until we were on it because I didn't think he'd get on it otherwise. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes so anyway, sense. With, the, with that, you really brought the, the mood up, haven't you, Ben? Thanks for that. Bring the mood up, then. Hey, well, I've only got one yeah. item left. I've only got one item left, okay? So a school, funny. A school in England has... has, And I, I'm not going to use the term that it was described as. I'm going to call it the pleasure cupboard, okay? So they've had... Oh, my they God. Have Here had, we go. They have had <laughs> to adapt a cleaner's cupboard for the use <laughs> of... A, a pupil who obviously has to, shall we say, relieve his um his uh, what would Wasty you crank? Yeah, yeah. Spanks oh, the wow. monkey, you know. Oh, oh so, hell! So he has his own cupboard to go and do it in. Oh. Well, wow. God, I wish school was like that when I was there. <laughs> What? That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah there we go. Uh, what? Yeah. Where is why? this? Where, where is Oh, this? I can't why remember off the top of my head. Um, okay. As I said, I've, why I've, is this? I can find it. <laughs> I mean, you do need to find it. You need to elaborate on this. Oh, I'll find it. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. school in England. closet. It was a, cleaner, <laughs> a former cleaner's closet has been adapted. To, to... Well, I'm sure the cleaner moved out. He had a mouthful of. I'll tell you what. I wonder if the physics class could down there with a blue light, <laughs> a black light. Sorry. Yeah. Robin asks. Well, no, probably a red light. More <laughs> <laughs> Robin oh, asks, "What? God. Why did he not get a cupboard? Because <laughs> you didn't need it in those days, Robin. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go." I am shocked and appalled, John. Shocked and appalled. <laughs> Don't be shocked. And I am appalled and shocked. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so I think that's probably it. Do you think so? Yeah. What do you think? Well, oh, it's yeah, been a it's been this. a slog, but we got there in if the you, end. Boys, oh, I've enjoyed this actually, boys and girls. If you've enjoyed this little roller coaster of a show or two shows, as it ended up being. I will delete the first part the minute that this uh, the minute this 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 ends. But um, if you've enjoyed it, then don't forget to leave a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and most important thing you can do is hit that notification bell and fucking share it. Just share it because right now we are being hammered by the algorithm, and we need your help. Yeah, quite frankly, yeah. I'm not going to ask you for any. I'm not going to ask them for anything more than that. I'm not going to ask them for donations tonight. I just want them to hit the, the share button. Um. Okay. And help us out. So I'd so like John. to um, I'd like to thank Johnny for coming along tonight. It's been a blast. I've really enjoyed myself. Yeah, fun man, fun fun. Yeah, nice. Have, thanks for having me on. Well, Johnny, tell them where you can find them and uh, yeah, uh, any and, plugs? And plug yourself. Yeah, plug yourself. Uh, pimp yourself yeah, yeah. like a cheap hooker. 
<laughs> well, I, I can do that. I can pimp like a. I can pimp myself out. Um, I'm on johnnyvedmore.com. You can see shows, news pasty, uh, news posse. News pasty is funny. Look at the news. News posse is a bit of a, a digital hunting show of a certain type of people into a certain type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got the news pace podcast. I got audit everything where I go around on the street, um, record everything from buskers to police auditing. Um, I've got a few other different things that I do include Newshound, which is rocking, goes through the newspaper archives. I'm on newspaste.com, newspaste.com. You can find my journalism there and johnnyvedmore.com. You can find my links there and come and communicate with me. I'm two ways. I communicate with people unless they're shouting horrible, nasty things at me. Then I'm like, I like, I try, I try to communicate with still with some of those people. But and don't still, tell still, them about bad things that people. people do with poppies. Don't don't yeah, mention no, I, that. I'm, it's I, quite I'm a sensitive really soul. Into, my reporting oh, doesn't go around puppy stuff. No, he's quite sent. He's quite sensitive. I, I don't. I, I think. I think it was probably a good thing that he didn't come on Friday night. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fridays are way worse. <laughs> well, Fridays are outrageous. So um, yeah, so I'll put the yeah, I'll put the links up and I'll put the links up in the um, description, guys. For those that are asking for them in the chat, I'll stick them in the description of the video. Um, so with that, it's um, it's been a great night for me once we got going, and I apologise profusely about the issues at the start. And as always, it's been great for you. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm a shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless, so they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty, I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity, for everyone internally I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with, now they looking nervously And I don't really care what you think of me you think you're fucking better, see? I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need some therapy. I got the motherfucking recipe. I've been cooking up hits, I'ma leave a legacy. You'll be looking small when you're standing right next to me. I'm five dead, bitch, but I'm ten feet next to me. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack breaks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way
Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want